welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. Each week, I give you a peek into the heavens so you can harness the energy of the planets up there and dictate your fate down here on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica, and I'm so happy to be with you on this full moon Monday. I know that you're going to be listening to this later in the week, but I'm recording on Monday under the uh, luminous vibes of the full moon. So we've got a full moon in Aquarius today, and this full moon is uh, creating a T-square with the planet Uranus. And Uranus is what I like to call the planet of equal opportunity surprises. It's an equal opportunity shitster, as I like to say. So Uranus is kind of like your favorite real housewife who keeps the show going. You love them. You hate them. They keep the drama burning so that you watch. And Uranus really can create change. It really likes to shake things up for the sake of shaking them up. And when we have a full moon, with a T-square in Uranus, we look at that release point. We talked about that last week when we talked about the T-square that was going on last week. The release point for this T-square is in the sign of Scorpio. And Scorpio is all about transformation, all about burning it down to recreate it, to build anew, to build it stronger and better. So one of the things that I think is really particularly potent in this full moon today on Monday, August 3rd, when I'm recording, is that this full moon is really an opportunity for us to be shaken awake. And if you've been asleep, this full moon will wake you up. There's definitely surprises. We're definitely accident prone. I unexpectedly cut my foot today. I have no idea how it happened, but that's how Uranus goes. You kind of, you're going through life and all of a sudden something comes out of left field that you didn't expect. So some of us might be experiencing some surprises in our relationships or in our work life, or maybe you're just bringing in the furniture off the balcony and you cut your foot like I did a few minutes ago. So that's what's going on with the full moon. I really do feel that this full moon is one of the most potent we're having this year. And it's an opportunity for us to break it all down so that we can break through and start to build that bridge to the other side, right? To start to move toward the end of this year. So this full moon is kind of like the bridge between all of the stuff that's been going on in 2020 and bringing us to the other side of 2020, to the latter half. So the first half of 2020 has largely been about what's going on with these planets in Capricorn. So we've been talking about it a ton all year, We started the year with Saturn and Pluto coming together in the sign of Capricorn. That conjunction is very much about burning down the foundations that have supported us thus far and building something new that really works for all of us. And we all knew that there was going to be some deep shifts in our ground. Whatever we were standing on was going to shift greatly this year because Pluto and Saturn coming together, that's what happens. But who knew that it would come in the form of a pandemic, you know? So we are now, we have Jupiter with those guys and in the full moon chart, they're all sitting at the bottom of the chart in particular Pluto. 
Now, Pluto is the planet of destruction for the sake of transformation. He rules Scorpio. That's why they have similar interests. And so wherever you look in this chart, you can't get away from that feeling of we are in the process of breaking down so that we can break through to the other side. What's the other side? Great question. Glad you asked. So the other side is the end of this year. So December 21st, the winter solstice, we're going to have the great conjunction, which is Saturn and Jupiter coming together. They do it every 20 years. And they're going to come together in Aquarius. And that hasn't happened in a super duper long time. So Aquarius is the sign of futuristic thinking. It is the sign of the humanitarian. It is the sign of freedom and rebellion and breaking the norms and individual thought. But the thing about Aquarius that's so cool is that Aquarians really like to beat to their own drum and be the rebel, yet they have a strong desire to want to belong to something greater than themselves. So this full moon is really about putting the we over the me. So how can you put the we before the me? How can we put the good of the whole before the good of the individual? The sun is in Leo. Leo is the individual, the celebrity of the Zodiac, the one who wants to be on the stage being adored. Leo and Aquarius are opposite one another. They're what we would call in astrology, some astrologers call that sister signs. And a full moon occurs when we have the sun in one sign and we have the moon on the exact opposite side of the Zodiac. So the full moon occurs And the full moon lights up the polarities that we work with, which is sort of why I really dig full moons, because I think the duality of astrology has so many great metaphors for our experience in this realm on the planet, because we do live in a world that often tries to force us into a mindset of duality, even though we know perspectives are limitless, our energy is limitless. The way we experience the world is multifaceted. Duality is kind of a myth. It's an illusion. But yet, that's how we structure and organize our thoughts a lot of the time. So I love working with full moons because it gives us an opportunity to work with dualities and then also break apart the duality. So just like, you know, Aquarius is the rebel, it's also the humanitarian. Just like Leo wants to be the shining star on the stage, it is dying to connect deeply with other human beings. So we're in this time where we're honoring both those things. And the greatest way to honor this full moon and the greatest way to honor this dynamic in your own life and in your own chart, because we all have all of the signs, all of the zodiac signs exist in all of our charts. You might not have planets in those signs, but you have the signs in your chart. So the greatest way to really honor this full moon and this aspect of your chart and this part of yourself, because again, we have all the signs and all the parts in us, is to see how you as an individual can contribute in a positive way to the collective. How can you shine in a way that honors your needs and your desires and your work but also make a positive impact 
on everyone else. So that's something to think about. You know, we spent a lot of time at the last new moon, which was at July 20th in Cancer. We spent a lot of time in the Luminary League talking about how you want to leave your legacy. And I think I talked about it here on the podcast as well. What's your legacy? What impact do you want to have had on this planet when you leave? And I think that we can't, we're living through a pandemic. We're living in a time where death feels a lot closer than it normally does for most of us. So we can't ignore that. And it's a great time to consider what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want to leave behind? And I often think about legacy not as necessarily you made a million dollars or you wrote a book or got a piece of art in a museum or many other like really phenomenal achievements that we often think of as legacies, right? Legacy is how you made people feel. Who shows up at your funeral and what do they have to say about you? That's your legacy. So I've been thinking about that a lot the past few weeks and this full moon continues that conversation. And we're going to really be continuing that conversation as we move through the rest of the year because we're building a bridge to the future. And it sounds like a really cheesy political ad campaign, but it's true. Aquarius is all about the future, all about what's coming next. And we have chosen to be here at this moment on this planet doing this work so that we can be a part of co-creating with the universe and with each other what that future is going to look like. So those are some big things to kick off this week with and a lot of good stuff to think about. But we also have a lot of good things to look forward to. And I really want to present the podcast this week with that optimism because I know that it's been really heavy and it's been really hard to find the positives. It's been really hard to find the optimism the past week or so, it's been more challenging. We do have in this full moon chart, we also have Mercury opposite Saturn. So Mercury opposite Saturn can make us feel really overwhelmed. It can make us feel like everything is just too big, insurmountable, and and can't be managed. So I want you to really focus on taking one task at a time early this week or even beyond this week, because that's always good advice, no matter what's going on in the stars. So take one task at a time, be kind to yourself and give yourself lots of space, lots of margin, lots of buffer time between your tasks. Really take this opportunity. It's August. Okay. Take this opportunity to slow down a little bit. It doesn't mean that you're not productive. It doesn't mean that you're not working. It doesn't mean that you're not putting things out. It means that you're giving yourself the time to be really present with what is in that moment. This full moon is really inspiring me to mention that you have the answers. So in this full moon chart, while we have a lot going on in this full moon chart, there's a lot of big aspects that are happening that are coinciding with this full moon. Jupiter is in a sextile with Neptune and that is a flowing harmonious aspect that inspires us to turn inward, to turn inward to our own truth, to our own intuitive knowing. It's an aspect that really inspires us to turn toward something greater than ourselves. And that doesn't mean giving up your power or your freedom of thinking to 
you know, Facebook feeds and Twitter and all of the conspiracy theories and the stuff that's out there. And that stuff is really getting big these days. And Aquarius, Aquarius, you know, if there was one sign in the Zodiac that was most interested in conspiracy theories and extraterrestrial life and not that I don't believe in that. I do. I do believe there's life elsewhere. But if there's one sign that could kind of get down with the undercurrent of some of that stuff, it's Aquarius. So we have to be able to think for ourselves, tune into our inner knowing, and not necessarily get taken away with a lot of the stuff that's out there that might seem appealing in the moment, but can actually put us in a darker place. So I really want you to focus on putting your energy into the things that help you stay in an optimistic place, because I do think that there is a lot of optimism to be had. And I'm looking forward greatly to this great conjunction at the end of the year. I'm looking forward so much to the election. I'm looking forward so much to this next chapter. And I think that we have an opportunity to create that next chapter. I like that some people are calling it the next normal. We're not in a new normal. We're creating our next normal. So how do you want to create your next normal? Okay. So the other thing that's in this full moon chart that I want to mention is that Uranus is squaring the full moon. I mentioned that earlier. Uranus rules our central nervous system and also rules technology. So this full moon has a big energy around release. And I think that I'm noticing people, whether they're into astrology or not, I'm noticing that there are a lot of people are taking tech breaks. I'm noticing that a lot of people are pulling away from technology because we're so overstimulated by it. We're having the Zoom fatigue. We're having Instagram fatigue, social media fatigue. We're in the death scroll. Someone I recently was reading, it's called the death scroll. So we had big tech doing their testimony at Congress last week. You know, there's conversation about regulation around big tech. We are really coming into a stronger hold on how technology is impacting our brains. It's been going on for a while. Scientists have been studying it. But I think that us all being confined to our homes and quarantine and spending so much time for work and pleasure on our devices is making us more aware. So this full moon is inspiring a release of some sort because you know now that Uranus, which rules Aquarius, is squaring this full moon and inspiring us to release something that will lead to a, a greater and more profound experience of our deepest sense of self and our own inner knowing, because that's what this full moon is about, putting the we before the me, and in the process, getting to know yourself on a much deeper level. Is there some habit, something that's pulling your energy, draining your energy that you need to give up? Maybe it's that you give up looking at your phone for an hour before bed. Maybe it's getting off social media for a week. Maybe it's weekends without Instagram. Maybe it's just carving out some time at the beginning of your day and the end of the day where there's no devices. But really, I do urge you to take a moment and just look at how your use of technology is impacting your central nervous system right now and possibly adjusting some of those habits because I think that's something that collectively we're all feeling and we want to make sure that technology remains 
a tool that works for us and we're not working for it as it often feels that we are. So that's something to consider. You know, this full moon also has a very restless energy about it. It has a jittery energy about it. Aquarius can make us feel jittery. It is ruled by Uranus, which does rule the central nervous system. Mercury is involved. That's the mind. That is what creates the anxiety, the mind going over and over and over something. Mercury opposite Saturn makes us feel restricted. So we might be feeling a little jittery, like I'm helpless. There's nothing I can do, but I'm anxious. What do I do with that energy? Move your body. If you're feeling any of those feelings, overwhelm, anxious, jittery, move your body, get your body moving, get on your yoga mat, go for a run, get on the bike, do whatever it is. You will never regret moving your body, right? So be careful. Remember, like me, I had a random, you know, slashing of my foot, taking in the balcony furniture because Uranus can surprise us and make us accident prone sometimes. But with that said, you really want to move your body, get your body moving, and that will get your energy moving. And then I promise that will help bring some optimism back into your mind. Did you know that I have an astro-obsessed girls club that is waiting to welcome you? Yep, it's called the Luminary League, and we meet every full moon for a live workshop online. We talk astrology, do a little meditation, a writing exercise, and then, wait, this is the best part, I do mini readings for a few women right there in the virtual room. Ever wonder how the full moon is impacting your chart personally? Well, now you don't have to. I also send out a new moon ritual every month to all the members. So it's kind of like having your own personal astrologer in your back pocket. Come on over to veronicaparetti.com astrology to learn more and to sign up. So let's move on into the week. On Tuesday, we have another big, big, big thing happen. So there's a lot of big stuff this week. Feels like every week there's a lot of big stuff lately, but Mars is going to score Jupiter. This can also probably make us a little bit accident prone because we're so, we can be a little bit like a bull in a china shop with Mars squared Jupiter. Our anger can be amplified, our excitement can also be amplified. So you really want to choose how to use this energy to your advantage this week. Try to find something on Tuesday, Wednesday, this whole week. Because you know, the thing about Mars. Mars is coming in and he's going to square each of these Capricorn planets. And this is going to be the tough stuff. And I mentioned it last week. This is the first and the nicest of the squares. When Mars gets to Pluto next week, Mars is going to square Pluto next week. That's going to be real intense. Mars square Jupiter can make us indulgent. It can make us impassioned. It can make us feel like our ego is bigger. It can make us feel, you know, you want to be confident. It can make you feel confident. You want to have a confidence about you. You want to be clear in your energy and how you show up, but you don't want to be arrogant. You don't want to be aggressive. And so there's a fine line when Mars squares Jupiter between those energies. So This energy can make us really angry. It can make us really excited. It can make us really optimistic. It can also make us say, who cares? F it. Doesn't matter anyway. I'm going to do what I want and be a spoiled child and do what I want. It doesn't matter what anybody else wants. 
So be careful of all of those kinds of stuff rearing their heads early this week and pay attention to how you feel, you know, this week as we have that Mars square Jupiter and then the Mars square Pluto is getting teed up. And I would say with Mars, you often feel the energy of the transit before it happens. The lead up is actually the most intense part, in my opinion, like I'm already feeling that Mars square Pluto. It's hard to say because there's so much action this week and this full moon is a big one, but I do think that Mars square Pluto is already hanging in the air. We're already feeling that transformation. We're already feeling that anger, that aggressiveness, that push, that focus, Mars square Pluto can make you really focused and really driven. It can also make you really angry and can make it very easy to fly off the handle and say some things that you wish you hadn't said later. So just, you know, a little preview of what's to come. I do think that we are going to see all the COVID stuff. It's going to keep growing with this Mars square Pluto. It's going to really reach. I mean, I'm not here to give you the news report, but if you watch the news, which, you know, tune in, doesn't mean you have to tune in all day, but you can, you know, read the headlines in the morning from a reputable news source. It's going to get worse the next with this Mars square Pluto. It's going to get worse the next few weeks, few months. And so you have to realize when you study astrology, there are patterns, right? So, you know, COVID really picked up when we had Venus, Mercury, and the sun square those Capricorn planets, mainly Pluto. And now we are having Mars come through and square. And, you know, we're really struggling as a country if you're American listening to this. And if you're not American, you're probably very thankful right now because other countries are managing the pandemic much better than we are. And all of that is to say, like, this is happening. You know, I hate to say this is happening and we have to look at it and we have to look at it on the level of logistics and we have to look at it on the level of humanity and we have to look at it on the esoteric spiritual level too. Pluto is approaching the Pluto return of the USA. So Pluto in the sky is very close to where Pluto is in our birth chart for the United States of America. So what's going on right now is very important to the evolution of our country and our society and how we want to choose to move forward. And that's one of the reasons so many things are coming to a head right now. So I can talk about that all day, so I'm not going to. I'm going to keep going through the week. So we've got the Mars square Jupiter on Tuesday, as I said. Try to use that to your advantage and not get pulled into the abyss of indulging yourself and just saying F it. I really want you to see if you can use that to amplify whatever you're excited about. Think about that one thing that's really got you going and focus on that. And Tuesday, we also have Mercury moving into Leo. Yay. It's been a long time with Mercury in Cancer. So just a quick reminder, Mercury rules our mind and our communication. So when Mercury is in Cancer, our mind is subject to the whims of the moon. The moon changes signs every two to three days. So if you've been feeling super moody and you're not a Cancer, it's probably because Mercury has been in Cancer and therefore changing the way we feel every two to three days. 
uh, Mercury has been in cancer since the end of May. So it will be a real nice respite to have Mercury move into Leo and he's moving pretty quickly now. So he's going to bring back our passion, our fire, our excitement, and perhaps some stubbornness because Leo is a fixed sign. So, you know, it can make us a little bit stubborn and that also can amp up our irritability and our anger. So if you're feeling a little irritable, a little bit angry on Tuesday, it could be a combination of the Mars square Jupiter and the Mercury moving into Leo. So just check with that. But Mercury and Leo for the next few weeks, it's a great time to create. It's a great time to connect with your community. Leo, of course, is the shining star on the stage, but wants to be adored. So connect with the people you love. Leo rules the heart. It's ruled by the sun. It's the shining star in the sky that keeps us alive and going. So you really want to connect with your heart, connect with the people that you love, even more so when Friday comes, because on Friday, Venus is going to move into cancer. And when Venus moves into cancer, we're going to be feeling a little bit mushy and we're going to be feeling really inspired to reach out to people in our life that we love and that we care about. I think that with Venus, Venus had a a retrograde this summer in Gemini earlier this summer. And you may recall me talking about it here on the podcast. And with Venus retrograde in Gemini, we got a really good sense of what we valued and what was important to us and what our beliefs are and how we want to express ourselves, and especially in relationship, right? Perhaps with money, Venus rules relationships, love and money. So we got clear on some of that stuff, some of our stuff around how we feel valued, how we value others, who makes us feel valued, how we want to be valued in a relationship. These were a lot of the themes of Venus retrograde. Now Venus is moving into cancer. Finally, she's been in Gemini very long time and we get an opportunity to really speak that we get an opportunity to reach out to those people that matter to us and tell them how we feel about them. We get the opportunity to settle in, you know, cancer rules home. So I think with Venus and cancer, we're going to be spending more time at home again. I think that the planets are letting us know that more quarantining is definitely on the horizon for us. So spending time at home with the people that matter to you, maybe with your quarantine pod, if you have a few people that you've chosen to spend time with, that's going to be very Venus and cancer for the next few weeks. If you're dating, if you are online dating or getting to know someone over zoom and you haven't met in person yet, just be careful because Venus and cancer can really bring out the stage five clingers. It can make us mushy. It can make us feel like we really want to be with our person and not necessarily be apart. It can make us feel like we want to be cozy at home on the couch and all that stuff, all that stuff, which we've been doing for months. We've been practicing for Venus and cancer. So that's pretty much the week. That's the stuff that's happening. I want to quickly go through the moons for you. And I'll just let you know, we set off on the week with a full moon on Monday in Aquarius Tuesday at 10 28 PM. So late at night, the moon is going to move into Pisces. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we really have some really 
nice healing Piscean vibes. You know, Monday, Tuesday, we got some action. Friday, we got some action with Venus moving to Cancer. But late Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, early Friday, those are going to feel some more healing, some more flowy, some more pull inward, meditate, journal, really allow yourself to take care of yourself, do some healing work. Pisces loves for when you take some space, give yourself a buffer, give yourself some margin, give yourself some space and take care of yourself. On Friday, the moon is going to move into Aries and the moon's going to be in Aries Friday and Saturday. And then we're going to have the moon meet up with Mars, which is in that getting ready to square Pluto. So this weekend, you might start to really feel that Mars square Pluto coming next week. Okay. So just pay attention to how you feel on Friday, Saturday, when the moon goes into Aries on Sunday, the moon's going to go into Taurus. So that's nice. We'll start next week with a little bit of uh, stable energy, at least coming from the moon, because there's some other big stuff going on next week. And here's a little preview. So on Monday next week, we're going to have Mercury square Uranus that can make us feel very jittery, but luckily the moon will be in Taurus, which is solid and sturdy. So just pay attention, give yourself whatever you need to do to, to take care of yourself. When things feel a little anxious, a little jittery, do that for Monday. And then on Tuesday next week, we're going to have the fourth quarter of the moon. We're going to move into that last phase of the moon cycle. So this week we're really celebrating with the full moon and we're feeling full and abundant. And from that place of abundance, we can release what's no longer working. Next week, when we move into the fourth quarter of the moon, we move into the last phase of the moon cycle. We start to really go inward and look at where we want to release even more but really get quiet and turn into that, to that inner voice, which I mentioned this week. We'll do that even more next week. And then of course, next week, the big, big, big news will be Mars square Pluto. So next week, you're going to be wrapping up some stuff. You're going to be keeping a low profile because Mars square Pluto, you don't want to get into any fights and um, all of that. So next week is really a good week to uh, take off if you can. So this week, just to do a quick recap, you might feel overwhelmed, jittery, or even extra motivation earlier in the week. You want to be aware of a tendency to indulge your feelings of needing to be overproductive or saying F it, I don't care. You might want to also just avoid any fights. Mars square, any of these Capricorn planets, avoid the fights. The big lesson of the week is remember we before me. How can you tune into that? We before me, how can you honor your own needs, but also make a positive impact on the collective? Might I say, wear a mask, wear a mask. It's a simple thing to do, simple thing to do. And it means a lot to a lot of people, especially the people at the grocery store, at the pharmacy that are seeing hundreds of people a day. And if every single one of those people wore a mask, it would be very helpful to them. And remember that this is an opportunity for you to start dreaming up your next chapter. You know, you're setting the stage for next year. It's not too early to start thinking about your 2021 plans. Now, of course, you're going to be smart and you're going to be open and flexible and allow them to change. But I do think that this week is this last 
moment of being shaken awake so that we can fully embrace this breakdown that is happening. And only when we fully embrace this breakdown and we don't resist it and we don't ignore it, we don't pretend it's not happening, then we can have that breakthrough. So I really hope that we all can follow the lead of Aquarius and get on the same page and start taking care of one another and putting the health of each other first. That's, I think, all I got today. I'm looking forward to so many of these transits this week, and I hope you are too. If you love the podcast and you listen every week, I would so appreciate it if you rate and review the podcast. If you want to hang out with me for the new moon and the full moon, come on over to Patreon and join the Luminary League. When you become a Luminary for $25 a month, you get my new moon bonus broadcast as well as our full moon live workshop on Zoom, which we had on Sunday. We had such a blast. We talked about all this stuff and so much more. Also, stay tuned because depending on when it happens, I'm going to release a bonus podcast episode or I'll include it in next week's episode and we'll talk about Vice President pick for Joe Biden. So he's going to announce his vice president this week. As you know, I love to talk about the astrology of politics, or maybe you don't know that. My two favorite things to talk about astrology with are Real Housewives and politics. And many of you who tune in on Instagram love when I talk what I call astropolitics. So we're going to do a bonus episode or include it in the episode for next week, depending on when he announces And I'll do a synastry chart for Joe Biden and his running mate. And a synastry chart is one person's birth chart overlaid with another person's birth chart. And that's how we get to see how we interact with one another on a soul level. So that's what's really cool about synastry. And if you are in a relationship or you have a friendship or you have a daughter or son or mother or father that you want to like dive into what the dynamics of that relationship are, you can do a synastry chart. So I do do that for clients sometime. If you want to book a reading for that, or just for any reason, you can book a reading on my site at veronicaparetti.com slash astrology. And that's all I got for you. Have a wonderful week. Take good care of yourself. And remember, put the we before the me. Take care of everyone else. From an energetic standpoint, do things that honor your needs but also make a positive impact on others. You don't have to take on their stuff, but just when you are taking action in your own life, acknowledge how that action impacts other people and whether it's positive or whether it's negative. Awareness is the first step. All right. Have a lovely week. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and if you like the show, please take a moment to leave a review. It will help more people just like you use astrology to dictate their own fate.